Nathan Reeves. Ooh. Welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you very much. Feels feels great to be back. Actually, it's my second time, isn't it? Indeed, yes, it is, and a lot has happened. Oh my God, a lot has happened <laughs> since then. And uh, yeah, man, I have some questions for like what for those who don't know. Can you maybe explain a little bit for what happened? Yeah, so I guess the big thing is. Um, well, as you know, I do – well, I've done – I haven't done it since May, actually. I think we ended at 10 episodes. I, I have 11 and 12 films that I'm going to release them, but yeah. I would do – And you have your Shooting Strangers. Yeah, and I have Shooting – thank I you for great. mentioning. Yes, my newest endeavor that I will not stop until something happens. Dude, it already happened, bro. You have so many subscribers so fast. Well, I have, followers, seven, followers. I have 700 on – Instagram and I will yeah. say that my well my reach isn't doing the best right now but my views per video non-collaboration is a thousand for for an account with 700 followers I feel like that's fairly good no it's amazing dude uh, I've seen I have a friend who does uh he's got like a 300 follower and it's loot swap so they do like shoe trading it's an app that he started really crazy technology very good uh, you could sell that for two hundred thousand dollars probably just the program itself but he does videos and he goes to shoe conventions and he's pulling in like 16k a video and he's got 300 followers but the reason that i think mine is good is for even just a thousand followers you know i'm still getting a lot of follower uh or not a thousand followers a thousand views per video non-collaborative i do still get a good amount of followers per video i'd say probably like five to ten yeah which is good so i'm hoping by 2024 i can blow this thing out of the water but anyway shooting strangers on Instagram, shooting strangers underscore, I guess, you know, at the end, no spaces is, is really, that's my most current endeavor. But what you were referring to please, was my podcast that I had done, which <laughs> I love. Thank you. I love podcasts. Thank you. And we had started, I think, around the same time. And Literally then the same I day. call Eric, but what's crazy is, I guess, if you're listening, you don't even know, you've <laughs> probably seen me. You probably have. I had a clip go viral. I've been to Scotland and some people traveling traveling from India there have seen it. Like I always like that kind of gauges in my head actually how crazy big that clip went. Yeah. Um, but the clip we're referring to is I was recording episode five with my friend Alexei Reyes, which I'm actually hanging out with this weekend. Um, and a car just we were filming in uh Toot Sweet Cafe downtown Houston and a car uh on the road right, you know, in front of the cafe blasted through the windows and uh, completely hit me. You know, I got glass cut to my back and everything. And and it, it also made Daily Dose of Internet. It made da- I'm on times. the uh, – <laughs> this week, people have been texting me. I'm on the – I uh, saw it. Yeah, the, the 2023 compilation. Snipe, dude, we watched it like 30 times. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's cra- – well, what sucks is that the person that got the least views from this whole situation was me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I got, yeah. I Daily – yeah, <laughs> Daily Dose got a lot of views. Um, it was H three H three podcast did a thing. I think, I mean, every news channel, Fox, dude, CNN, BBC, like they all swarmed on. Yeah, it was. I can't even believe it. I cannot believe that that had happened to, happened to me. The yeah. card, the card that I was using. So I was filming with an SD card, um, that usually would cut out after I think like thirty minutes of filming because it, it you know, it, it writes to the card. But it's a certain speed to where it just it can't keep up with itself, so it, it chops out. But for some reason, it did not cut out. Dude. I, I literally technically do not know how that happened. Yeah. So it was like by the grace of everything, for some reason I had captured that on film, and then boom, it just uh, – the next day, I mean I'm getting yeah. – going to so many news interviews, getting calls from That's crazy. all – emails from all over the world just wanting that clip. And it's ins- it's having a little resurgence right now, actually. I've noticed this week because last night I was just watching. Uh, you know, I just go through YouTube for hours, probably every night, yeah. and I'm just clicking random videos. Everyone it's does. really a problem. Everyone does. But it's like I was watching. It was Inside Edition, uh, craziest videos of 2023. You know, and I just click on a video, boom, first one, and I'm like, no way. No way. Like now it's to the point where I'm just clicking random shit, and then I see myself. Yeah, dude, that's insane. Yeah, there's sometimes when it's. It's just like the gr- the whole situation is like, I guess somewhat fun because I'm like, wow, like so many people have seen me, but also it's like I still get my heart starts racing when I watch that, you yeah. know, like I still get anxious and shit. Like I cannot believe 
I made it out of that alive. Table was bolted Bro, to the ground. Another crazy synchronicity that I would say happened besides your camera not like finishing yeah. recording is the fact that right before that happened, you were like, it's really quiet in here. Yes. Like, what? Dude, like I cannot were, like explain that. Scripted. And when I said it got quiet, <laughs> no one knew the car was going to hit either. Yeah. So it didn't just, I swear it was like Spider-Man. Like, I think I have, well, first of all, I'm a photographer, and second of all, I have spider sense. Yeah. (laughs) 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 What did Obi-Wan say that one time? Oh, Oh, no, it was Anakin's like, this is where the fun begins. But there's another (laughs) one, (laughs) although it wasn't too fun, but there there was something Obi-Wan had said or something. Hello there. (laughs) Oh, no, I think he said disturbance in the force. There's disturbance in the force. Oh, yeah, yeah. Old Obi Wan. He was. What do you think your favorite Obi Wan Kenobi was? Because there was there was um, well let's say live action. So there was uh, Alan something was the original one in A New Hope. You know, mm. great. I thought yeah. he was he was like classic Obi Wan. Yeah, right. Like in my head, like I know. Right, Ewan he was Ma- way e- different. Is Ewan McGregor? No, from the new one. Who's the new one? It can't be Ewan McGregor. I don't. E. E. Ewan, what do you mean by new one? Like, do you like mean the like the prequel? And oh, okay, the, yeah. Because I feel like there's also the the new series that came out. Yeah, the Obi Wan series. The, yeah, and that's him. It's the same one from the pre- prequels. Yeah, but then there was which is crazy. But I think the the best one for me was the the prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, he he like nails the character. Yeah, he's like looks sick and shit. He looks amazing. <laughs> he looks so good. That Obi Wan Kenobi fella. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's, like, for a lot of generations, you think Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it's the old dude from the 70s. Pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Facts. So yeah. what are you been up to, man? <laughs> me? Well, uh, I've just been chilling. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, mean, I, mean, I got the podcast going. You know? Yeah, you interviewed Vinyl Williams. Freaking Vinyl Williams. Yeah. I can't even believe that. First of all, how did you score that interview how did you even come to contacting john williams grandson dude um crazy enough his drummer i don't know if he's still his drummer yeah but i went to one of their concerts and aaron goldberg who i interviewed yeah who is duncan trussell's editor (laughs) was best friends with the drummer since like they went to like school together your networking game is on point yeah and i was like yo your drummer knows my (laughs) my guest you want to Dude, and I didn't even, like, try that hard. I literally just shot my shot, and he was like... Really? Yeah. He was like, yeah, immediately. He. Oh, my God. Like, he's like, I would love to do a podcast with a new mic. Like, he's such a nice That's... Guy. I would... Yeah, because, I mean, like, that's... John Williams... It, it's like it's like you, you literally interviewed, like, Beethoven's grandson. You know what I'm saying? Dude, yeah. Like, it's that important lineage, because John Williams, if you don't know... Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Jurassic Park, E.T. E.T. Uh, freaking everything, man. Yeah. His last uh, one was Indiana Jones and the Battle of Destiny. Oh my yeah, but um, but brilliant composer, man. Will yeah. go down as one of the best ever. And maybe I could some talk talk to him. I mean, you got probably somewhere. like two, three years left for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sadly, I mean, well, he actually he looks great. He looks great. He sounds great. He's like ninety <laughs> something. I think he's like ninety eight. Which is like, damn. That or is 90 crazy. or something like that. But yeah, so I mean, maybe five him. years. Maybe five years left. Yeah. Which is sad, but damn. I mean, when a legend like that is going to go, it's like the whole world's going to collapse. We're not going to live in John Williams' world anymore. I mean, how many times? I know I have. Freaking uh, every long road trip or whatever, it's all John Williams, Indiana Jones soundtrack. Like here's, on here's another one. Yeah. That same idea. What do you think about the that they replaced Paul McCartney because they thought that it was going to destroy the world that he died. And so they just replaced him with an identical lookalike. Oh, the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um, kind of the same route, you know? I talked about this on my last episode, too. I don't think so. I think it's pretty obvious that it's Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm I'm pretty sure that's him. I yeah. I'd bet but money it. On makes it. sense to think about it like if Paul McCartney were to die like at in his prime, True, you know, but also John Lennon died. Uh, technically, well, maybe not. Well, maybe not in his prime, but I mean, the fact that right. Beatles music is still so prevalent as it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he died, and John Lennon was arguably maybe even more of a mastermind behind most of the Beatles' work. I feel like if anyone was going to replace it, it'd be Lennon. 
but they didn't. Yeah. He's pretty dead. Maybe they killed him. That that could I wouldn't doubt that there was some sort of maybe it's not even a government organization. Could be, but some sort of organization mm, right. that knew that yeah. through what he wrote and through how big the music was that it was gonna change people's perception of the world and mm. everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this podcast. That was, such a <laughs> that was a classic. It will. That was such a classic burp. What is that? It's like a damn army. I'm Dude, like burps are so interesting. Like biological process. Oh my god. Proceeds. My mom got a surgery recently so she could burp. She was never able to. Oh wow. Yeah, something. That's, I kind of wish I couldn't burp lucky. Oh, I love burping. Dude, imagine drinking like a whole You feel so good after you burp. You Yeah, but well you can like almost throw up sometimes from a big <laughs> burp. <laughs> You chug Maybe a that's you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you drink a Coke too fast and everything just I, yeah, I don't back. drink carbonation. Oh, really? I don't, I'm not a, so I, you don't, just I, don't, I hate sodas. You just burp from like, like acid reflux and shit. Oh, yeah, dude. I Well, here's the thing. You could have a lot of these people drinking Dr. Pepper daily, but, you know, they'll burp, but <laughs> not as good as I can. <laughs> and then there's people who can burp on command. I know a lot of people. Who I can do that. that. <laughs> that one, that one was a small little one. But I mean, you after any meal, that was, I can that was real, I everyone. can probably start my own like natural gas plant with that. Fucking make a lot of money. I could probably power the world ends. Hey, give me the bourbon into some sort of machine that can convert it to power. Dude, the reason the why be saved. I love burps <laughs> is in like biological um like pro- like processes. Yes, because I consider our thoughts to be some of those that we just completely ignore. Like you think they come from the same place? I think it's complete. Like it could be something that you ate just as much as when you burp. Oh, oh, so like, so, so if like I eat a Subway sandwich, I'll burp a certain way, but I also think a certain way. Yeah, you'll think a certain way. Yeah, and then well, you'll that's judge exactly what food is. For your, for your thoughts. Because you, for some reason, you'll think that it's not like a consequence. You think that that's like really you or something. What, the burp? Your thoughts. Yeah, true. Like, there's a version of me. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. There's the, like, if I eat an apple, you know, the rest of the day, I'll, my mind will work a certain way based on the chemicals that I just took in. Yeah. Versus if I eat Taco Bell, I'm gonna feel like totally. Or if you're dehydrated. I'm the worst person in the world, huh? Or if you're dehydrated. Yeah, if you're dehydrated. Like, I drank a coffee water. earlier, and I got a lot of work done, and and whatever. And if I don't drink something like that. Or have caffeine, mm-hmm. I'll just lay in bed all day. Yeah, you'll start that like negative. That's system. I guess the easiest um, example. Yeah, but it's also like it's not as much as like I don't know like just like the idea of not realizing your thoughts are like a byproduct of having a nervous system. Yeah, true. It's like weird. It's like you're going to think you can't stop thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Just like you just like you can't make your mouth stop salivating. True. Well, I can make my mouth salivate though. You can think thoughts. Yeah, true. Maybe. I mean, we have we have conscious <laughs> control. Know. You know what's insane though when it That's comes to point. thinking about the <laughs> just <coughs> when you just think about like a sour apple or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about Buffalo Wild hey, later but and they're fucking. You can to- that's what affirmations are. You can yes, like true that. Tell yourself like to think. Here's things. a crazy thought I've been thinking about recently that's been scaring me. You want to know what it is? Tell me. Do you? Is it? It's pretty scary. Is it the Tinder profile? Do change? No, 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 no. Even scarier than that. No, <laughs> what the next war would be. And I think I got a pretty good idea. Information. Right? Now, if it's nothing nuclear, and if it's <laughs> nothing information. <laughs> It's all going to be online. It's all going to be hacked. Well, it's going to be online, but it's going to be online with people are going to uh, – it's hard, It's not really hard to explain, but <laughs> you know how Elon Musk and, and I guess the way that humanity is going with merging with technology, they're talking about the Neuralink thing. You know, So you have like a chip in your brain, I guess in simple terms, and you can probably think like a 1,000 miles an hour, and you could probably have so much information like that straight from your head. Would you put that in? No, I wouldn't. Uh, would you? Now, now here's why the war would happen. <laughs> because of motherfuckers like you who would consider <laughs> putting a chip in their head. You say you won't, but you're going to be the well, first motherfucker in no, line. No, because Watch. here's – and I think I think you'll get so much human pushback. And I think that the people who are relying 
Yeah, exactly. So people like us who are relying on the magic meat in our heads, because that's what it is. It's magic, magical meat. We cannot explain how the hell it works. That is insane. And we're all walking, or every single but person is walking around with it's it. It's going to come to a point where technology will have no like bad side effects, and it's going to be like, um, well, here's the bad. The bad sides wouldn't be the technology itself. The people, the bad side would be the humans that, um are obviously acting a certain way because of it. So, like, let's say somebody gets a chip. Okay, now there's a difference in the class system of people. Oh, I'm so much better. Oh, you're secondary class because I can think about so much and connect my brain to this and that. And then, um, you know, then you're going to have a class war. You know, I think... And who's going to win? It's either magic right. meat people slaughtering all of these robot humans or would the robot humans be so smart because of the chips in their head like AI, for example, they could think about that within a split second and then know how to psychologically overpower magical meat. That's what the Egyptians did. And the Mayans. The really? Aztecs. Maybe they all disappeared. But Well, they all disappeared, but with no technology and, and trace. Dude. Trace technology. You think metals. Look at their pyramids. How is that not a sh- proven well, well, the thing is, is you think metals would last that long, right? More than those sandstone structures. So wouldn't we see that? Because... If they're not using metal, they're using something different. And if we're talking about electricity, which metals are a conductor of, anything in your head like a chip would probably contain metals. And so would whatever they use to build those pyramids. And I feel like we'd see that. But maybe Pyramids it's are still a mystery. Dude, maybe it's so far out that, like... Something ha- like like they had a self destruct metal type of metal that would just dissolve itself. So no other. Or, or maybe, dude, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was so crazy, <laughs> what wiped them out, and it was their own that they they put a self destruct thing in it, so no other future generations could discover how evil that was. Hmm. That could be the case. I don't know. I think that they kind of left that as like a message, as like a look, you guys, there's something else besides the meat world true and it's not or the message is hi look at this thing pretty cool huh <laughs> like and it just ends there dude but like what's crazy is that the height of the main pyramid <coughs> yeah my pyramid no the the oh the main pyramid yeah the, the, the yeah, big boy the great pyramid. over in egypt that pyramid's height is like or like the base multiplied yeah. by a certain number and it's, it's like perfectly aligned with the stars. Yeah, and how and do also you the do equators that to the decimal? And yeah, like so much shit. You know, we're thinking it's humans, but at the same time, like, you know, everyone's talking about exploring space or exploring different things, but and, and you're a psychology major, correct? Correct. I think that's the next step to discovering. I think there's something different than everything we know. I think we exist in a space um, like like ghosts for would be a easy example. Right. We can't yeah. see it, but the radio waves or internet, there there's something else that exists around us I that agree. we don't know yet. And I agree. could that have could something within the realm of that energy had made those pyramids so humans would look at that, and then we would have an idea of like it's hard to explain. Like I feel like like did they have scrolls? They have scrolls, but they, have a, they left a bunch of scrolls. But there's communicating a, with gods, with yeah. But there's there's a chance and like doing sacrifice. that maybe it wasn't humans who wrote that. Maybe we're being told what our history is by something completely different to oh. make us think a certain way. So they're like, hey, human, your history is this. This is what people like you did way back then when it right, wasn't like even people in the first <coughs> place telling us. That. I don't know. That's like a crazy. super intelligence that is studying a species or something. Yeah, it wants to see how it reacts to a perfectly placed pyramid like someone yeah. just went in creative mode and yeah exactly like how are you what do you think about god what do you think do you think there's something like like that would be another thing like for me you know i'm not religious or anything um but i can't denounce the fact to myself that there is something different maybe mm-hmm. even godlike that exists dude like i fe- i there's a reason that humans feel Right, yeah, exactly. they re they reset the feeling from something yeah. that is not human nor human made. There there's people for hundreds of thousands of years praised the feeling of something else being there, and there was something in our magical meat in our brains that has implanted that idea. And but it's not only just mm-hmm. thinking about that, but it's 
you feel something, you which know, is even crazier. There's this theory called Last Thursday Yassam. Yeah. Which is the theory that the un- the whole universe was created last Thursday. And that your memories of your whole life were kind of like implanted. Oh, wow. Like every Thursday or some shit like that. Yeah. At 12 yeah. o'clock, that's when they do their run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that, that'd be insane. Yeah, it's like, well... Yeah, and I mean, also, um, like, uh, just how you feel when you are, like, in a podcast space, for example. Yeah. Like, when you're in that creative zone, or... Yeah. Or rather, when you're not. Yeah. Like, you notice that there's something else that is... Yeah, there's something different. Like, this universe... God, call it whatever you want, does not give a fuck. Uh, it's free of fucks. Yeah. Doesn't care about your the wars going on, doesn't care about your bank account. Well, I mean, I think that God or whatever is, it's undeniable that it's within everything. So, l- l- you know, within like, why are we sitting here talking to each other about our thoughts? Why do we feel that we need to get our thoughts out? Because we're changing, what, human existence? Why do we need to do that? What is that point? What's the point of living? Right, well... There's something telling us that this is the way that we're supposed to go. And who is that? What is that force? I think a lot of us are, like, really concerned with, like, material things. Yeah. Like, almost, like, trapped on a fucking... Well, what's crazy is material things are almost the product of human thought, obviously. Mm. But... It, right, it's 100%. it's it's maybe not even just human thought, but it's human direction. So maybe Ooh. someone made something because of the way they think, or it could be for greed. If it's purely for money or something. You like know what kind of reminds me of a little bit huh. of the Adam and Eve story, how the snake um. convinced Adam to eat the apple. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with like the stories or how they go. Well, number one, I don't obvi- like. I I believe they're metaphorical. You know, but, you know, there's some people that believe in, you know, it's an actual snake or the Noah's Ark thing actually happened. I personally don't believe that, but I think that these stories themselves are genius. It is that to me, because obviously, you know, humans wrote them. It is very. You can tell that these the people who wrote the fucking are are the biggest artists, I think, ever. Yeah, man. Craziest. How do you put that into words and then metaphorically? talk about the human condition in such a way and especially the relation of the human condition to something powerful that we can't even perceive Mm -hmm. and they got it out and they got it out so early in human history which is why it's obviously widely (laughs) two two great combos psychedelics the bible yeah i'm gonna say 100 and now i haven't read the bible yet and of course you know i definitely want to in my life um because i'm sure i could learn so much from it not only about you know the way humans think and everything, but yeah. psychedelics too, you know, mm-hmm. big, big, uh, totally. I mean, why reject it? It's a big source yes. of information. And, and, and even, you know, a lot, I feel like a lot of religious people may reject it, but like that is a God given, if you're a believer, you know, that's a God given thing. That's true. They say it's the manifestation of God because the Westerners wanted a materialistic version of God. And, and so the, and the, and the feeling of being scared towards something like that is the exact way you should be because it is breaking down your knowledge of mm. what the yeah. world you know it is and it makes you feel like totally. you're in this limbo area of knowing everything yet not knowing everything i think that's you know? the Sorry, yeah you're good which i think is caused from a thought that i was about to have it is wait the burp was caused by that i think so that's another reason why i love burps because as much as like your thoughts could come yeah. from somewhere magical yeah, I think sometimes your body also gets altered by some. By I think the, the bird energies. may have just been a combination of gases and the chemicals that you ate coming Dude. out because of gravity. I guess what I ate is completely lined up perfectly for me to. Like what did you have? Dude, I don't know, but like many, <laughs> many times, like I'll be like in my podcast, you'll see it. Like if really? you see me burp in my podcast. I'm about to say some like weird shit. Really? Yeah, I've noticed it. It's <laughs> so fucking weird. Like my body's getting like, okay, let's fucking do this. Let's get into it. Oh my god! You know what? Something I, for some reason I was with my friend last night. And we were just watching a bunch of videos and like World War II footage, and somehow we got to like Hitler's vacation videos. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. Deep. And cup. Y- you know what's crazy about it though? 
What? He had dogs. Oh. He had dogs. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know how dogs man best friend. Could you imagine this dog thinking he's, like, the best guy in the world when he mm-hmm. calls him good boy? Now, that's fucked up. But it ain't the dog's fault, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, like, animals' perception of everything is so different. Than Here's humans. another perception huh. point of view. Hurricanes. Oh, my God, yes. Have you seen that video of the F4 tornado going through uh, Fairdale, Illinois? This guy's recording. His wife died, actually, during this tornado. But oh, shit. He's recording, and it just comes straight for his house. Everything turns black. You see the house in front of him get sucked up. It's the, I- if you watch it, look up F4 Tornado Fairdale, Illinois. It's it's the craziest video I think I've ever seen in my life. The audio, insane. Um, hurricane, and it's like no idea that it's evil. I'd say, I'd say that tornado I saw was probably the worst natural disaster I've ever seen on film ever. No hurricane or flood or anything could, could top it. And... You see, it, it's a small town of like 100 people that this thing blows through. And you see aftermath, people coming out of their things. And the world is destroyed. And they're like, there's bodies over here. No one made it over here in this house. Let's check the next one. And it's like, it's it's unbelievable. And then, for some reason, at this town, 100 people, like I said. So you got these people going around and filming. And you see the guy, people in the comments of the YouTube videos, like, that's the guy who filmed that video. The, the, the F4 tornado, you know, whatever. Because he really did just get the best angle, and you see the ending of everything, and it comes and hits the camera, and it's like, you have to see this thing. It's, it's the most craziest, scariest, most eerie, dreadful video you've ever seen in your life, especially knowing that his own wife died. But you see in one of the other videos, like, you know, he kind of walks over, and people are checking, are you okay, sir, or whatever, and he's just got blood all over his face, and you know he knows that his wife had passed and everything, and he just doesn't even say anything because it's like, these people's oh. entire houses and everything just get blown away, and it's oh like, what is Earth? What is yeah. what is all that? But for some reason, we think that humans are an exemption to that. We think that humans are evil. Are evil? Like Hitler, you know what I mean? Like I'm not like, wait, I don't want to go on the record saying evil. Yeah. <laughs> but Hitler's well, like no. Well, I think well, there was I forget who said well, this. We're not saying hurricanes are evil either. And yeah, I don't are think we saying hurricanes that humans are, are an exception of nature or of the world or of the universe. I wouldn't. I think all humans are naturally evil. There was some guy who but said that, but humanity is naturally evil. The universe. Oh, you know, because we are a part of that. Dude, there's black holes crashing into each other destroying massive explosions but you know think about this though is it good when you clean up your room i'd say that's a pretty good thing right dude it's so what are black holes doing (laughs) they're just cleaning up shit too they're like the maids of the universe and (laughs) (laughs) i'd say that's a pretty good you know like it's just maybe how the fuck are we alive though like a little like fucking rock that has been spinning for billions of years well part of me believes that all of it could not even be a thing. Right. You know, like, I don't, you know, like, part of it is like, okay, we're living in the world, but all I know is that I'm living through a story. That's all I know, is that I'm living through something that, like, I could die, and maybe I was just a bacteria the whole time having some crazy, well, trips don't exist, you know, like, look at your past. What are, like, try and imagine nothing. Go ahead. Whoever's listening, try and imagine nothing. Try and imagine, why are you thinking of something? Why are you thinking just a black screen? Black is a thing. Black is a color, right? right. The absence of something is something. There's some because the absence of something is a space without s- something in it. So you yeah. c- you cannot think about right. nothing, dude. Vinyl Williams it's talked about freak that. You out. He, he was like, "There's infinite amount of space in the smallest amount of unit." But a s- space is something. That is something you cannot think about. Nothing. Nothing in itself is something. Yeah. It is nothing. Yeah, yeah, and then. There's also the concept that you're not the story. <coughs> you're not the you're not the character in the movie. Like when when you're watching a movie and the character dies, yeah. Like the person watching the movie doesn't die. It's just a character. It's just a yeah. it's just a movie. Yeah. And in the same way, like when we die, we're all just characters. W- the what we really are is like you know, that's the question. Like yeah. we really are, I don't think dies. I think that's the witness, sir. There's the witness, and then there's the screen in which the movie is being projected on. True, because although, well, that that'd be separating spirits and our physical bodies, which I think still we haven't discovered. I think there is a difference. I think we mm-hmm. do have, which even gets scarier when you think about technology. Can yeah. we preserve a spirit? Oh God, and is that morally I, right? I think you can. I think you can. Could you imagine? I think somebody super old on her deathbed, because they'll be the first old person. 
and none of none of their generation had this none of anything all everyone they knew and loved is dead and somewhere else and then their body starts to rot yet their brain is preserved in a computer mm-hmm. imagine ima- imagine you had a loved one and and they're like yeah i'll take the initiative to to transfer into something cybernetic and then you you maybe have them on some sort of computer program and they're just screaming they're just screaming and you know at that point that morally and spiritually or whatever that's not what spirits are supposed to do so then they're trapped in literal hell what do you do how do you kill a spirit I and I then know. if you kill a spirit i know what i know what the spirits will do what they're going to get so advanced in their technology that they're going to upload their own consciousness into their own computer and then their consciousness is going to do their own and then their computer universe is going to create their own and then the theory is that but, but what is the job of a spirit then cuz like you know as a human being right. <laughs> you know well, like maybe the spirit is like gone like maybe the spirit the original spirit who was originally died and yeah. uploaded it's gone and we're just experiencing all of the re-uploads from people like the universe is trying to escape Ooh. their reality oh that's and so instead creepy. of us like admitting that and being like oh yeah like we we're, this is the fucking video game that we put ourselves in we fucking make another video game and put ourselves in that one it's just an echo that just keeps on that going. Would pull, it would almost be space. terrible, though, to know that. Because, like. That's simulation theory, by the way. Yeah, but for. All, yeah, no, totally. But, like, for, for you know, like, let's let's say you were the last one in your family. All your friends and family have died, and they have gone to wherever their spirits have gone to. You don't know where. Mm-hmm. But you know that there is a place that your spirit can go. And you know it's not with them. Would you do it? If you knew that you could live, uh-uh. yeah, of course not. Yeah. I don't know anybody that would do that unless, like, you get a cracked out homeless guy. And it's like, hey, right, we're gonna put you in this computer. He's like, I'm yeah, done. Right. Then there's the idea that like that causes evolution. What like uh, us mixing with technology is evolution? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's created by ourselves. When I think evolution is pushed by something natural, it's pushed by a natural need because of how we survive on Earth. Oh, I don't think that we need technology to survive on Earth, and there's proof. And whatever, like, evolution, I feel, is, like, a species way of adapting to what planet Earth is, you know? So, like, for example, um, iguanas used to have, and this is really cool, they used to have a third eye on the top of their head. And right now they're at a point in evolution, and and we we know that because if you look at iguanas, you can see what used to be an eye, but it's mm-hmm. been worked out through evolution. Mm-hmm. But it's there is still prints of an eye that used to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's purely because of its experience on planet Earth. And I think mm-hmm. that although I, I think technology is completely separate from planet Earth, like you will not ha- you could have technology in space. We do. Yeah, you could have that everywhere else. It's on a completely different playing field from what human evolution should be for the planet that we're on. So I think when you start mixing it with something that is completely different, that's when things can get weird. Dude, I want to talk about two things. Okay. So the second one I want to talk about is just like, oh my God, I'm just going to talk. Yes. There's this idea that everything that causes evolution is because they they needed to survive. So the whole reason why humans are literally on earth is because the earth used to be completely water yeah and then like the asteroid hit or some shit and caused the radiation when on the land to like bacteria and the species and then push yeah like the species out of the water yeah and and stuff like that and but here's the thing that would have never happened if not for the meteor yeah and the meteor, everyone would say, is a terrible thing. But all terrible things thing. lead to great things. It's yin and yang, which I think is one of the craziest things anyone has ever come up with in their head. That came from a human thought that everything has balance. And it's true. Dude, when I was younger, so that seemed like the most simpler, the, the most simplest. Yeah, it's like, no shit. But then ever. you really think about it and you're like, whoa. Yeah. It could not be more oh, it's all the way down. And it's Asian, right? Something like that. I had a, like a taekwondo sure. thing growing up, and they had that <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, man, it made so smart. much. Like when you're a kid, like everything just makes sense. Like symbols around you, you almost understand them. Well, what's crazy is 
we are living in the product of human thought as a kid without even thinking about it. And you think that's the right way or maybe there's not a right or wrong way, but it's like, it's, it's crazy that we were so happy just enjoying, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the fruits of the labor of human consciousness. Yet when we get older, we feel like it's more of a duty to live through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't think it has to be. I think we do that to ourselves because we think that we put, we attach ourselves to things. Yes. To like pointless things. Yeah. And um, I think at the moment you realize that you don't have to be attached to all these fucking pointless things. You don't have to be like, like the the other day, last night, Yeah, I caught myself like looking at my podcast views like every like five minutes, dude. Like I was just really checking my vinyl Williams episode. I was like, how many views do I have now? I always do that. Yeah, dude. And. I felt like so like stiff and crowded and like it took a lot of the fun out of me. Really? I was like, fuck, I got to do this now. See, I am waiting for this. I enjoy that because for me, like I like problem solving, especially for something I have complete control over. So like when I look at views and they're not doing well, I'm like, hmm, well, let's root out what these problems are. And I enjoy a good challenge like that. Right. But exactly. You can enjoy that. You don't have to be completely attached to it doesn't mean like the thing's gonna go away true it's just you notice it rather than identifying with it yeah i feel like a lot of the things that and i think for some reason this is just the way humans think like we're not necessarily coming up with things we're just analyzing something and then explaining it you know so like I'd be like, oh, oh, I, I, I should probably think this way as a human, or I should start doing that. And it's like, well, you're just recognizing what you're, what, you know, to to come up with an idea is just reading back what your mind just told you. Mm. You know, dude, that's true. Um, when I read, for example, yeah. I don't read. In I don't words. read. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I cannot. I've never read a full book. Like I just well, don't know thing. how. I feel like they tell you to like say every word in your head. Yeah, and that doesn't fucking that work. That doesn't fucking work. Not you read at too all. slow. It takes you a fucking hour to get. And I don't page. know what I read, and I can't look at a page yeah. and like just kind of. But maybe if you just like glance through it, like that's what I'm thinking is the way to do your it. Your brain gets the information way faster, and you just understand it because you know English. Your brain knows English. And it knows what it's I just seeing. can't even do that. Well, I got ADHD, <laughs> I think. I you mean, I'm, not, I'm not one of those people to get... Yeah, I, I would. Well, I I'm not one you. of those people to self-diagnose myself or anything, but, like, I... Uh, <laughs> are you setting up the mic on the... <laughs> but, like, I just... I can't do... Like, I, I, I would rather not do it, number one, because I don't want to focus on something like that for for and just kind of, like, I don't know... Like I like coming up with something and like I like I like it coming from my head and then me looking up stuff and maybe reading articles to fortify my own beliefs. But also learn something new. You know, you got to learn. But um, yeah. <sighs> yeah, man. I remember the first time I went to a library and felt like I could read every book, like any book that really? I chose. Really? Like I was like, oh, all of these are in English. I know English. Like and that's I, amazing. If I just take the time, if I wanted to. I could literally understand any book, but that's probably not true. There's probably some very See, complex. See, reading books. is one of those things that school taught, which is just like, yeah, fuck yeah, you should. And and what's crazy right. to me, and what society and I cannot believe society doesn't think like this already. Like, my God, but it's like, you know, you go through school, and as a kid, you're like, okay, we got history, we got math, science, whatever, <laughs> and and then you know, people can pick a career in those. But the way I think about it is like the whole idea of having math science history is so you can apply that to maybe it's entrepreneurship. So like with me and social media, I like to look at the history, the science, the math right. of whatever I'm trying to do, Yeah, you know, cause that's so what good. you need for advancement of any particular field. You need the math, exactly. you need the science. It'll all, it, it'll be every part of that will be contained somewhere in what you're trying to do. Right. Or just like music. Dude. So I think if they just could have told us that without, you know, it's like, that's the lesson. The lesson is using all of these different metrics and, and types of learning 
and then putting that towards something. Right. Yeah. But also, you need to have that other something secured first. Like, you need to have... Like, know how to do it. But yeah, you need to have, like, that dream or that inspiration. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And school will not teach you that. They're just teaching you right. what to apply toward Which that idea or thought. Like, they're making the complete opposite. Well, thank God. Thank God they're not teaching us that. Because if it came from school... Well, maybe they can teach us... Like, how to, like, just give us different things. Like, how to come up with something <laughs> that you would enjoy to do as a human. Like, th- these these are the ways you should be thinking about something if you want to consider it to be an endeavor. I guess. So, like, if you enjoy this a lot and you want to learn this on your own without anybody telling you, then that is something you should do. And not right. just giving you things to do. Yeah. Although, exactly. for those p- type of people that think like that, obviously employ people that went through school with a different thought, you know, which are which are amazing, you know, people, of course, and... You know, it's like, I think Elon Musk said, he's like, I didn't go to college, but the people that worked for me did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, well, there's something different here, Andrew. Oh, wow, very nice. I have Shooting Strangers card I just handed Eric. It's uh, Shooting Strangers on Instagram. That is the uh, thing it's got there. It's got my website at the bottom. Pretty cool, huh? Wow, kept so sensitive and everything. Card. Yeah, they're crumbled in my pocket because I forgot to give them out. <laughs> like, literally, I have, like, 200 business cards, and they I, now I'm just finding them crumbled everywhere because I keep forgetting that I can do that. But honestly, you know what? Business cards are a way of the past. You know why? Because now you can touch your mom's phone. Well, you can do that, but, yeah, I just say, yeah, follow me on Instagram. Right. So, so without even – like, someone could take a business card and then consider you – to do business with or consider to check it out but if i have someone be like yeah yeah just follow my instagram here you know whatever and then i you know hand on my phone well right. usually i hand them my phone so they can put in their instagram yeah. then i follow them and then they're like oh and that'll show up and then they'll follow me back and that's directly helping me already yeah. you know and in a version yeah. of a business card but it's literally them just you know helping and then the there's just the ones who everybody messages what do you mean? Like the big names that you like, they're like you know their name, and their their handle is their name. Oh yeah, they're like I'm. You know what I'm saying? Like oh sure, yeah, it's this. Yeah. And you follow them, you but they have like a thing on Instagram where it's like they have to like accept the invite or some shit like that. Oh yeah, and yeah. Then or DMs too. And then possibly a, a uh, manager or some shit will reply with email this guy here or something yeah and, and dude how do you deal with that so one thing i did obviously and i'll be straight oh, up i bought the verification on instagram you know 15 bucks a dude, month not too bad do you, do you stop paying then if you get like verified by itself organically yeah. uh i don't think i think they just started charging the people who really yeah to keep the verification yeah that's some bullshit but well, I think there's a golden badge, or I don't know, but I think we were talking about implementing a golden oh badge that goodness. would be that. But one thing <laughs> that it probably helps with is when I comment on something, you know, people will read the comment easier if they see the blue check, or if um, no, the check looks great. Or if yeah, if I'm in someone's DMs, like they'll think, oh, okay, check and they check, you know. And it sucks that I only have 700 followers with a blue check because it looks like I'm completely baiting people, but also. That is my way of also trying to, like, be more in the algorithm because, of course, if you're on Instagram, uh, Instagram would probably want to push real people. And how do they know you're a real person unless you're verified with your ID and everything to be a real person? So I thought, okay, well, that could just be one simple thing that I do with my account that could probably help reach, you know, because then I'm growing as a person rather than a business or whatever. I mean, I don't know if it did, but you definitely got a lot more followers than yeah, I'm at 7:42 right now, and I was at 7:42 last night. Woke up, back down to 7:35 because you know Instagram. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop the shooting stranger things until I die. So we'll see what happens, you know. Yeah. Um, but the goal with that would be influencer marketing, um, with other people. Like I have, I'm shooting with, uh, I'd say, I'd say a colleague of mine. Um. He was the first person on my podcast ever, Cam Styles. He just happened to be at the studio that I was shooting at with uh, my friend. And um, he's got like 100K on Instagram. Really cool content. It's uh, out, it's fashion, men's fashion. So oh, really here's some winter outfits, whatever. But I told him. The brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I texted him and I said, hey. <laughs> I said, um, I, uh, 
<laughs> after the fuel bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I, te- I texted him and I'm like, dude, I'm like, GTA 6 trailer come out. Let's do a video. I want to collab. I want to um, uh, make a, and I could build you know, a whole set with lighting and everything down in oh Houston yeah. and make a GTA style video. So first he, no he and I sent him a Google Doc of all the outfits that I wanted for the game. So I could totally do that. Um, but G- we start with GTA 3, then it switches to Vice City, San Andreas. Oh. GTA 4, GTA 5, and then GTA 6, because lo and behold, there was a little scene of the main character, uh, well, the guy main character, and he can dress as that. So I'm like, badass. So I'm going to try and have that be my first like influencer marketing project, because if the views are good, then I'm going to move on to another collaboration, hopefully with Post Oak Motors. They're a Bugatti dealership, only Bugatti dealership in Texas, but they're here at the Waterway. Oh. And I talked to them before. I'm about doing some media stuff, and they're totally down. Um, but I'd like it. I'd like my first project with that company to be huge. So it would have to be an influencer marketing deal. Maybe have them style up and get some pictures in a photo shoot next to all these Lamborghini, like Bugattis and shit. Like, you know, dress like it, and then they they would all have the photos, and then it would be like a. And if I can prove that those videos and stuff went over well, and that it was a target market for Bugattis stuff, then I can start doing more influencer marketing deals. But if I got shooting strangers numbers up, um, and I've already gotten the option to be paid, but I it was too much for for uh, what they kind of wanted, because um, I was going to charge seven hundred per event, because I'm delivering very professional looking content that has its own personal spin, and is great for business dual marketing collaboration and uh, viewer retention rates. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I was going to charge one guy, but he didn't have the funds right now. And I get it completely. You know, he was starting out his own media thing, too. Um, but eventually, like, say my numbers were 50K plus and then would grow from that. Because this type of content, I will continue to grow organically. Regardless of anything, it, it'll, you know, I will I will grow. I will keep doing videos with people and they'll follow right. and share with the friends. Um, but uh, if I get to a certain point, I would love to, you know, have that as like an income stream because who wouldn't like you I, I love making the content i love you know when people get these photos and they're like i fucking love them or i'm sending them the family or whatever yeah. um and then businesses could pay me to come to events you know and yeah. do that and then they would have content to post and it would just be this this flow this nice f- easy fun flow of Back. cool shit and, and they pay for numbers and region exposure at a certain point dude hopefully. but i would hate to have to compromise my like creativity artistic ability yeah Yeah, but what i'm noticing is with social media it used to be people like uniformity but people now and and when you get to a certain point they just say as long as you have this whatever they're trusting your creative process so with this type of content too not only is it something i like doing and has a form to it (coughs) but i could add my own creative spin onto anything so it'll always be creative for me regardless, you know? Right. And yeah. I'm always editing the pictures in a creative way that I enjoy. I'm always But it, but there is there is a there is a fine line and I've I've accidentally put myself in situations to where I'm stripped of creativity for certain jobs and I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, obviously there's jobs that you'll have to do yeah. you know for money and shit where you know you kind of got to pay stuff, but mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's yeah that that's why I want shooting strangers to do well because it can turn into me, you know, ultimately receiving cash for my creative output and my style on things. Shooting strangers yeah. is my that's cool. style. Yeah, exactly. I feel you, man. Same yeah. here. Same here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the goal. Hundred percent. Well. I mean, yeah. best job ever, man. It would be, but I do think it's important to have an income to support that. Oh, of course, and that's how you—that's what you have to do. You have to like right now, like thank people just want to be like, no, I don't want to work. I just want to do that. I know. Thankfully, I'm doing photography full time. Right. You know, but it's it's real estate photography too, so it's not like something I'm. Oh my god, I'm so passionate about this. And no, there's no create. There is no creativity at all. I'm there for a job, but you know, I'm learning a lot of stuff through it. I've been doing it for two years now, but it's, you know, and and. I've worked with a great team of people. Dude, we made videos when we were very young together. We did. YouTube back in, I want to say, like, 2015. Dude, and look at us. We're fucking doing this shit now. Yes. Like, who would have thought? I would have never thought. I've always been doing it. it is like, I, always, I would look at your videos, and I would always think, like, 
fuck, that's so sick. Really? Like, I was, like, so, like, uh, how, I wish that was me so much. That was, that was a back, that was way back. I, I started doing stuff at, like, two years. I think my first video was at two years old. And it was filmed right in the bathroom, right outside the room we were recording in. Wow. And it, I, it was called Robot City. It was about ten seconds, and I had my dad flick the lights for the lighting, and I had the camera, and I was going around my toys and shit. And, uh, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> sorry, you had phone users. But, uh, yeah, it was, like, I mean, it's always been my passion. It's always been my passion. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I know I'm not going to stop. So if I stick Me with, too. I mean, shooting strangers, considering I started in like May, you know, it, it still has been the longest running uh, endeavor that I haven't stopped yet because I know that, okay, there is actual grounds. You know, there's a way to go with this. It can turn into something really good. Mm-hmm. And even before I spent months trying to come up with some sort of formatted idea that would balance my life creatively and also open up for job opportunities mm-hmm. or sponsorship potential in the future. And that's what it is. Yeah. It is a culmination of all those ideas and something that I believe will work. Exactly. Dude, Given I was thinking time. the same thing with my podcast, but really with psychology, I'm trying to figure out a way to make it, excuse me, to where my podcast could have a lot of um, psychological advice and like self-help yeah, and shit like that. You yeah. Know? Good, yeah, because that's what you enjoy. That's what you enjoy, and then you're also having, you know, it just won't get old. It won't get boring, because it's talking to people. You're always going to talk to people. Dude, and it's funny you say that, because that's exactly the advice that Tony Hinchcliffe gave me when I met him. Oh, my God, I can't believe you met him. You got to tell me about that. Dude, it was so, he was such a cool guy, man. I we went to the Not a Damn Chance Burger opening. Holy shit! So amazing. You think there's not a damn chance I'm gonna meet (laughs) Tony Hinchcliffe here, dude? We pull up and the first thing we see is just Tony Hinchcliffe. So were you like fanboying out before you got? I was the only guy fanning out. Fanboying. Really? I was the only one. Oh well, I'm sure he liked my friend that I was with, Nick. Yeah. He over turf, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He like purposely like got away from me so that there wouldn't be two guys fanboying. You know what I mean? Oh, that's badass. Yeah, he wouldn't. He was like, I'm going to let him do his thing, and then I'm going to come in chill, being like, it's mm-hmm. my boy. We're, oh, we're, yeah. we're both friends, and we're really chill. And that's essentially what happened. You know, we, we talked up, and then we kind of left him alone. Yeah. <laughs> watching Let's him. Let him be. <laughs> we're watching like him. a real <laughs> human. <laughs> Dude, I mean, holy shit. Because w- all I wanted to do was talk to him. Like, it's so fucking hard. Every single celebrity that I meet. I don't understand how. Well, we met what's his face, and that was he was just not cool, kind of. Who? Uh, was that comedian we went and saw? Oh, dude, don't say his name. Yeah. I'm God, <laughs> dude, he's, he's I think kind of a dick. I think he might be on this podcast. Wait, really? Uh, no, potentially no, no. someday. Wait, there's. I'm just saying, like manifesting it right now. There's no like proof, but I am saying like my podcast is in that. God, well, area. the thing with me is like, it was just. Fuck it, let's just say no one watches. Yeah, this DL, right? David Lucas, man. No, no. Well, Please first of all, I admire. I admire. He does. He does a fishing podcast, which is really fucking oh cool. Oh my god, yeah, dude. But I, Fuck I yeah. admire. So, so I original. admire that he made it and he's doing what he loves and it's great. But also, I mean, he made real. <laughs> you that gay dude? Yeah. There was yeah, a gay man. guy he kicked out. He's calling the F slur. But yeah. it. And the thing is, is it wasn't even funny and he was serious and the guy got kicked out <laughs> for just being there and he wasn't even doing anything i'm like you yeah. don't even treat somebody like that and it, be funnier somehow you don't have to be an actual bully like yeah. for real there was nothing <laughs> funny about that and then most of his stuff he was saying was pulled from the standard jokes he does on fucking well if you're listening to this by any chance hey you know go guy you know and i think that's why but he like, might have stopped doing content did he stop yeah, he doesn't do it. He, he, I mean, yeah, he's not. A, he's not a, an every week guy. True. Anymore. Well, yeah. Well, he, but he can go in whenever he wants. Apparently. I'm sure he can. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, but I mean, but he for a lot of people that, that saw him, I feel, I, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. Like, like, can take that as constructive criticism as, as you may, but it just didn't make <laughs> me feel good watching that, and it didn't make me feel good that I knew that. I mean, I guess he just roasts people, but it didn't feel good to be in a room with a bunch of people cheering on this guy. Just, yeah. Yeah. Dude, but I think that's great. I think people like feeling people like do. Terrible. People do, and and I'd rather them go and like the there and get it from that. And he didn't get kicked out. He walked out, right? Who? The guy, he, the guy who got kicked out. No, no, he didn't walk out. The yeah. guy told him to leave and bullied him until he <laughs> did get up and leave. 
he serious? Which is fucked, dude. And he's there with his friends, and and you're just picking on the Wait, easiest no, he, thing. He was talking out thing. a lot. He was talking. He was like heckling a lot. I don't heckling. Maybe at first. No, it was. I think it was his friend. His friend. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like, look, I get you can say all these things, right? Because you're a, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. but Jesus Christ. I mean, if anybody. You know, I, I was up there or something like we had totally different story. Dude, I went up there and I wanted him to do that to me. Yeah, that's right. Which he is pulled you up on stage. He pulled you up on stage. He pulled me up on stage. And I was the first the one. Out of him. I wonder if he remembers me or anybody. Probably not. And here's the thing. Maybe if I told him what There's, he said about me. There is an art to roasting and you can do it really funny and just... Totally. But... For a lot of it, it was just stupid surface level. Nah. Oh, you're smart. Oh, oh and everyone's <laughs> laughing because you made fun of his shirt or the way his nose looks. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm but I guess he's doing it, and there's people that like it. And if you like it, fine. That's that's perfect. I'm glad there is a guy for you. I'm glad there's a thing. But it would just, it just, it made me feel like it was too. Uh, yeah, no, I feel he, had, he he's not trying to you. creatively but push you know, himself. Maybe, maybe it was also a hard set. Like he was a hard set. Maybe, maybe he's was, got some know, shit going on. Yeah, and maybe he he is probably bullied to be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like interesting. There's there's things that I yeah I, I know guarantee Tony was he was bullied. bullied. Yeah, a lot of comedians probably were, and that was their way of getting out of it. Well, I, mean, I know I Tony, used comedy to deflect all of that. But here's the thing: Tony was like super small and skinny, and had no other yeah. way to defend himself. Well, David Lucas could probably like, but he's probably made fun of because he was big. He's a big boy. But people are probably scared of him, though. True. You know what I'm saying? True. And he probably sees that and also uses comedy to make them not scared. You know what I'm saying? Like there could be so many different things, and that's why I'm like, I'm not gonna judge a person. But when it comes to he's a sweetheart. What you do? Yeah, he he is a sweetheart. He is probably a very great person. But it's like when it comes to your comedy, I'm just not the biggest. Dude, no, I understand, and who knows? He's I love biggest. his kill Tony stuff. When he gets with with Tony Hinchcliffe, like roasting each other, yeah, holy shit, dude! There's no one that does it. Or oh like my the god, guests. he is so good. His roasts on Kill Tony were so good. Yeah, so I good. miss him so because dude, he would just start with some bullshit, and then Tony would like he would throw it back he, at him. He'd with stoke some the fire. Something that yeah. would make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you're making fun of Jesus, that's, that's great. great. Yeah, no, no, I feel you, dude. I that saw. Johnny Pemberton. Shout out Johnny fucking Pemberton. Who is that? Just this uh, comedian. He's uh, been on the Duncan Trussell podcast a few yeah. times. and He's actually going to be in the new Fallout movie. Really? Yeah. Dude, comedy is taking a crazy turn. Yeah. I, I, th- I think everyone's freaking out because there's so much eyes on comedy now, especially for newbies, especially in Austin. Yeah. But. Which is where I want to go. I haven't seen somebody who was. I guess the only person somewhat recent that I've seen, Shane Gillis is probably one of the only few that is like, oh, your your comedy is, is actually really different than just jokes right. and different than things. Like, the way it comes across is like a friend's talking to you and he's trying to get your admiration or something like that. But I haven't seen yet another comedian besides... I mean, like, for example, I mean, there's so many disabled comedians that are great, you know, whatever, but it always has something to do with their disability almost, which I get, you know, I guess it's, that's good, I guess, right? Like, I'm not trying to dog on that, but I'm saying, like, I feel like comedy is too branded. Like, there's, there's, there's nothing yet that is just completely different, mm. you know? Like, if you compare Don Rickles or Jerry Seinfeld back in the old days, um, and then compare new comedians completely different. And I feel like we're in this period to where comedy is being pushed so much without huge change mm. that we're just getting so much of the same stuff. Mm. You know? I feel like there's got there's to well, be something else. But I feel like that is why people like comedy. I think people like comedy because it's like just that. I mean, you're always going to laugh. So it's, it's like really you're, you're <laughs> paying someone to come make you feel better about being a human being i think yeah true you know and well, like paying i mean i i haven't really besides david lucas i haven't paid to get into a comedy show oh well <laughs> you know <laughs> he's not people, people, people said do that, that. <laughs> i know, you know which is great yeah you got to support that people do that because we're like fucking humans i found it so hard because we were when we went to see david lucas and by the way if you're not dying to go to a comedy show, I wouldn't say you have to. 
because me watching it at home, I get the same, if not more, funny and fun out of it. Because when I was there, I just felt like my mouth got tired of smiling, bro. And if I'm in the front oh, row, yeah. I can't just be straight face at all these jokes. No, that's what that's the thing that happens sometimes. When that's the only thing that I hate, and I feel like I always oh, like I always gotta, oh, that was funny. Yeah, but and if I wasn't, then oh, people would look at me and think I'm having a bad time, or, or they'd see me and it's like I don't want to, I don't want to be that, but also like, I don't know, like it's I don't know, it just feels kind of weird. Dude, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and I don't know if I agree because There's you think everything's funny, legit. <laughs> like you. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's been like few moments that I can count on my hand of moments yeah. that I'm like, I've what the fuck is this? Th- this guy just glitched out the universe somehow. Really? Because of like how it connected, like the energy. I'm getting like that direct energy, and I'm seeing like psychedelic visuals almost, hmm. just from like this guy yeah. doing a specific bit. And then I catch myself, and I'm like, like or he finishes a joke, and I'm like, holy shit! Like that was that was not even English. Like that was completely just energy yeah there but is that can be transmitted on to what's TV, even great is like sometimes Kinda. things that'll make us laugh is the sound of words paired with funny movements or facial expressions right you know yeah like that i almost feel Language especially when watching kill tony now i don't blame it on kill tony because people only got 60 seconds and they're newbies but you know it's a small stage too. i feel like physical comedy has is become not as popular when i f- it's still I th- feel there's so it's hard it is so I think hard. It's really difficult. One of my favorite, I wouldn't. He's he wasn't a comedian or stand-up comedian, but just a funny guy, Don Knotts. Do you remember him? Oh, oh my god! Just the way this guy would talk and move his body at the same time, and he was Beverly Hills Cop. He was in Ghost of Mr. Chicken. Like he's just one of those older. He died in like 2001. Like he, just one of those old kind of probably like B-list celebrities. You know, not really that famous, but you know, older generations definitely know him. But just the the way he was as a human and the character that he was was so funny and it's like i feel yeah. i feel like now especially with comedy if you see a character for example it's like they're trying too hard sometimes it, so it's either you got someone who is completely just trying to put on a performance and then someone who is just themselves and they're you know oh i'm funny or this or here's a personal experience but i want someone who has just built like a character you know, I know exactly who you're gonna love. Who you know, Casey Rocket. No. Oh yes, uh, or Charlie Rocket. I know Charlie Rocket. Casey Rocket. I'm pretty sure isn't on Kill Tony. Okay, I, I may have not seen it, but I'm sure I would love it. I'll show it to you as soon as we end this podcast, dude. And I texted him. I wanted to be on the podcast, but he literally said that he wants to dedicate his life to riffing, and riffing? that he should that he thinks that he should let the podcasting. He said, like, there's way smarter people than me. He said, there's way smarter people oh, than nice. me to, who have a lot better things to say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to riffing and, like, making jokes. Nice. And I was like, holy The fact shit. that someone like that at that stature or, uh, has enough power to say, this is my thing. Like, to even reply with a wow. note. Like, hey. Like, yeah. Like, why don't and I just And what did he reply over, Instagram or something? Yeah. Amazing, dude. Yeah, but, I mean, so, so much admiration for a human that knows exactly what they want to do. That's the hardest thing, or know what you can give to the world, even more. Right. You can do anything probably, but like to know what you exactly can provide yeah. best. Yeah. And that being comedy. And also insane. respecting the space for other people to do their. Thing. Yes. That is hard as well. Because dude, like you just want every, like. He just he's just, just talking to friends like, dude, I'm so nervous. I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna tell him now. Well, he's the host. The co-host of the William Montgomery podcast. Really? Yeah, which is really interesting because I don't think he thinks about that podcast, nor does William, as anything like intelligent or wise or anything. Yeah, they're just making. They're just trying to make. Oh, exactly. The yeah. Whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, podcasts are really just human voices, that not in a song. Mm. That's really just what it is. A slowed down song. Yeah, you could be having intellectual conversations. You could be farting into the mic. It's no Dude, difference. People will imagine at the end of this, we put a metronome behind it, and it's like on beat the whole time. Like everything we said was just on beat. That would be insane. <laughs> Somehow. Wait, you know what? I literally I'm looking at the audio visualizer right now, and I'm literally <laughs> on beat with the spikes. Wow, that's great. 
Yeah, I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, we'll have to check back and look at it. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But holy shit, man. Well, dude, I love this thing that we're doing. And, like, thank you so much for... Of course, thank you, man. Always We're always fine. I'm sure anyone listening, and you and I both, and everybody on Earth is trying. Everyone's trying for something. And in the end, we're all going to die. So... There you go. Just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Who cares? Well, you care. Yeah. Good. You should. But we're all going to die. I just remember that. Yeah. And don't care too much as well. Be True. You know what I'm saying? True. Just realize it's one big story. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I love that, bro. We can just leave it at that. Hell yeah. Shit. I'm done. Great Thank episode. Thank you very much. Is there anything you want to plug again before we Um. Yeah. If, if you want to check out my page, Shooting Strangers on Instagram, Shooting Strangers underscore, you'll see the little blue patch because I paid for it. Um, yeah, that'd be, that would, that'd be great. That'd be great. I'm sure there's <laughs> definitely content there that you will enjoy. I try and make it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I try and make it insightful kind of into human psychology a little bit. Um, but yeah, so hopefully you guys. It's really sick. Consistency. Yes. Consistency. I try and upload as much as possible. Dude, as that's what. In a lot of different countries. That's what Tony, that's the advice that Tony gave me. I never even said that. He told me to do it as much as I can. He was literally like, do it as much as you can. Make it unique. Love you, buddy. Bam. Left. That guy's. So cool. Dude, and like he doesn't touch people. Like yeah. and kill Tony. He fucking went like with me. So like I was like, Ooh. Wow. A little transmitted energy. Dude, you don't get that on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's another thing about going to comedy shows. You can meet the comedian after True. That wasn't fun when I met. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, Yeah, get out of here, buddy. Yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Dude. I'm sure you're cool. <laughs> Please come on my podcast. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. But yeah, thank you. Of course, thank Vacation. you.